Welcome to the Professional Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Christensen, and I'm here to help you confidently plan, launch, and grow your writing-related business. You'll find the show notes, a transcript of this episode, and a link to join our private Facebook community at bloggingbistro.com. This is the first in a four-part series on practical tips for effective social media marketing. In this episode, we will begin creating a master plan for managing the time that we spend on social media. In part two, we'll discuss how to create and manage our content. In part three, we'll talk about tools for scheduling our content. And in part four, we'll discuss engaging with our audience and how to monitor and adjust our master plan as we go along. During a workshop I taught called How to Be More Productive on Social Media, I offered time management tips and helped my students to choose the social media channels that would bring them the best return on their time investment. At the end of the workshop, one of my students raised their hand and said, but I don't have time to do social media. My daily schedule is already packed. This person had come to the workshop hoping to discover a magical solution to their overloaded day planner. Unfortunately, there is no magical solution. Doing social media requires good old-fashioned commitment and hard work. If you're wondering how to find time to do Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all the rest, the answer is simple, but it's not easy to accomplish. And the answer is, give up something else. Give up something else. Whether that means that you're going to abandon watching TV or reading the newspaper, or perhaps you're going to spend less time on a hobby, you are going to need to sacrifice another activity in order to add social media marketing to your schedule. If you're not prepared to make that sacrifice, if you're not willing to make that sacrifice, don't attempt to do social media. Many of us have really good intentions to do social media marketing, but when push comes to shove, we aren't willing to commit to actually doing it. And then we get caught in this endless guilt cycle. See if this sounds familiar to you. I want to do social media. I should be doing it, but I'm not willing to spend the time to do it. I feel bad for not doing it because I really want to do it and on and on and on, that endless loop of guilt. I would rather that you step away from social media altogether than doing it sporadically and getting caught in that cycle of guilt and shame. We don't need that. And your followers certainly don't need that. So during the next four episodes, I'm going to show you some practical ways to extricate yourself from that guilt cycle so that you can begin forming good social media habits that are going to serve you well over the long term and help you grow your writing related business. A minute ago, I mentioned giving up something in order to open up time to do social media marketing. Well, one activity that I do not recommend sacrificing is daily exercise. Exercise, even if it's five or 10 minutes of mild stretches or hiking up and down the stairs in your home is going to keep your mind alert and it's going to decrease the stress levels that you may be feeling around doing social media. 
If you're not in the habit of exercising, I recommend starting with five minutes a day and make your choice of exercise so simple that you can't not do it. For example, you could sit in a chair and you could swirl your ankles around, like try writing the alphabet in the air with your feet. Or get a half gallon of jug and do some arm curls. So do something, something mild, some form of exercise for about five minutes a day. And yes, it's going to be hard. It's possibly going to be painful at first. You are going to be tempted to give up, but stick with it. Have you heard of the 2190 rule? That's where you commit to a personal or professional goal for 21 straight days. Now, why 21? That's because it takes about 21 days or three weeks to begin forming a new habit. Then after those 21 days are over, for the next 90 days, keep at it, gradually adding a minute or two to your exercise routine. So that's the 2190 rule. I did this myself with swimming after I had a major episode with my back where I was flat on my back for three weeks and could not move. After I was able to get up, barely, I limped over to our local swimming pool and ever so slowly I got into the water. The first few weeks I could manage about 10 painful minutes per day with a kickboard moving along at a snail's pace. But the activity helped my healing process. I gradually over time built up my strength and I was able to do more strokes and I spent more time in the water. And now I am currently able to swim just over one mile in an hour. I use this same exercise technique when it comes to social media marketing. Remember how I recommended giving up something else that you're currently spending an inordinate amount of time doing? Ironically, that thing that you're wasting time on just may be social media. In the United States, the average social media user spends two hours and three minutes each day on social media. That's the average, two hours and three minutes per day. I'm guessing that the bulk of that time is spent mindlessly scrolling through the feed. Our goal as business owners is to eliminate the mindless scrolling and to replace that with deliberate, intentional, efficient social media use. To do that, you first need to know exactly how you're currently spending your time. So here is your first massive action step for today, and that is to track your time. Did you know that there are 168 hours in a week? One, six, eight, 168 hours per week. For a full week, keep a log of what you do every hour of the day. Now, if you need something to keep a log on, I have a free no-tech printable daily time tracker that you can get simply by joining the Professional Writer Podcast community. That's our Facebook group. And I will upload my daily time tracker there so that you can just download it and print out as many copies of it as you want. Keep track of what you're doing for 168 hours in a week. After you've recorded that 168 hours, break your activities into categories. 
and ask yourself, how much time did I spend doing each of the following? Now I'm going to give you a bunch of categories here and your categories might look similar to these or they might look different. If you need a little refresher of what the categories are after listening to this episode, check out the show notes at bloggingbistro.com. I have a transcript there and the categories are listed inside the transcript. Here are some possible categories that you could evaluate. How much time did you spend this last week working? Commuting. Interacting with your family. Exercising. And don't forget sleeping. Hopefully you're doing some of that. How much time did you spend on personal care? And that would be things like taking a shower, shaving, styling your hair, that kind of stuff. How much time did you spend doing housework or household administration? TV watching. Checking your social media accounts. How much time did you spend on weekly commitments? You know, these are things that you typically do every single week. Like you might attend a meeting. You might attend a study group, a critique group. You might have to go to the doctor to get allergy shots. Church-related activities. How much time did you spend with friends? And that would include talking on the phone, doing Zoom meetups, meeting in person for coffee or lunch if you're able to meet in person, uh, emailing each other, all the time that you spend interacting with your friends. Let's not include social media interaction with that because that's a category all by itself. Here you're just talking about things other than social media that you would do when interacting with your friends. How much time did you spend with organizations and associations? And that might be meetings, attending meetings, or doing various activities that would be related to your involvement in those organizations and associations. How much time did you spend on your hobbies? Knitting, painting, practicing an instrument, woodworking, refinishing furniture, The list is endless here. So think about your favorite hobbies and how much time did you spend doing those this past week? Education. Now I call this learning time and I devote, boy, as much as an hour each workday keeping up with the latest happenings in my industry because the online world is changing at a lightning pace. And so in order for me to keep up with the latest, greatest stuff that's going on in the marketing world, I spend about an hour a day with that. Email. Ooh, that's a biggie for me. (laughs) How much time do you spend reading, responding, organizing, deleting emails? Gaming. Um, Perhaps you're into video games or board games or sports practices, sports games. These might be your own games that you're involved with, and they would also include your children or your grandchildren's games, particularly if you're spending time carting them back and forth to practices and games. And then the final category I have is reading, and that would include reading for work as well as reading for pleasure. So to recap, what we've done is we've taken our 168 hours that we have in a full week. We have kept a log for a week of what we do every hour of the day, including sleeping. And then we have broken our activities into some general categories. Next, imagine that you're an attorney and you are billing your time to different projects. So ask yourself, do these numbers reflect the number of hours that I would like to, quote, bill to these projects? 
thinking in terms of the time that you spend doing stuff in each category in terms of billable hours is going to help you to discover or pinpoint the areas in which your time expenditure might be a little bit or majorly out of balance. Massive action step number two is to practice managing your time. You're going to need to do some hard thinking about how you want to prioritize your social networking time. I'm going to give you three ideas for how you might go about doing that. First, perhaps you want to bookend your day. That means that you would check and update your social networks for say 10 minutes at the beginning of your workday and another 10 minutes at the end of your workday or 10 minutes right after you get up and another 10 right before you go to bed. Now you can insert however much time you need there. I'm just using 10 minutes as an example. So it might be five minutes, it might be 15 minutes, it might be 30 minutes, but you would be bookending your day by checking social accounts early in the day and then again at the end of the day. Another way you could do that would be to devote a specific chunk of your day to social networking. Say from 10 to 10.30 a.m. Monday through Friday, I am going to do my social networking. Or from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock p.m. every day, I'm going to do it. So again, you'll need to decide what portion of your day you are going to devote to social networking, whether that be 10 minutes or half an hour or an hour and you're going to put that onto your calendar for that day so that you have a specific time of day that you're doing it. Now, a third way that you can manage your social networking time is to spend five minutes, four times a day, checking your updates and interacting with your followers on social media. And again, you can insert whatever time limits you want to set for yourself here. It might be 10 minutes, three times a day. It might be 15 minutes, four times a day. So whatever works for you, you would spread it out throughout the day at various times that work for you. So what I would like you to do for your massive action step here where you're practicing managing your time is to choose one method. And you may have a method that's different than one of the ones I just introduced to you and that's perfectly fine. But choose one method and test it for 21 days for three weeks. Now, I know you're going to feel tempted to cheat, so you've got to set a timer here to keep yourself accountable. Let's say that you plan to spend a 15-minute chunk of time doing social networking. So set a timer for 15 minutes. And here's a little tip. If you can find an alarm on your phone or online or one of those countdown timers that dings or beeps or honks or makes an unusual or really obnoxious noise, use that. And when it dings or beeps or honks, you're done, period. No excuses. So you need a timer that is going to catch your attention. Don't use one of those pleasant sounding timers. <laughs> use a really obnoxious one if you can find that. It dings, you're done. Here's a recap of this week's massive action steps. Starting today, track your time for the next seven days. Pay extra attention to how you're using your social media time. I did this exercise myself a few weeks ago and I discovered to my horror that I was spending as much as an hour a day mindlessly scrolling through my Facebook and Instagram feeds. 
In episode number 37, which is titled, How to Destroy Your Professional Credibility in One Easy Step, I explain the drastic action I took on my personal Facebook account. What I did was I defriended almost half of my Facebook friends. No offense if I unfriended you. It wasn't meant to be taken personally. Basically, I just unfriended everyone that I hadn't interacted with recently, as well as everyone who was posting thoughtless political posts. That action alone, the action of unfriending half my friends, tidied up my news feed so that now I only see a handful of posts per day from friends whose content I'm really interested in seeing. As a result, I have decreased my time on Facebook from around an hour or more per day to five minutes a day, 10 minutes tops decreasing the amount of time that I was wasting mindlessly scrolling through my Facebook feed and getting irritated by all those political posts down to five minutes per day, that opened up like 55 minutes for me to productively use social media. After you've tracked your time for a week, break your activities into the categories that I suggested earlier in the episode. That is going to give you a more accurate view of the areas where you might be wasting time so that you can decrease the time that you're spending in those areas and increase the amount of time that you spend in your top priority areas. Set a goal for how much time each day you will spend on social media and decide how you will prioritize that time. After you've completed this week's action steps, reward yourself by doing something that brings you joy. This is a really important part of the process. In fact, you should spend a chunk of time each day doing this. Your reward should be something that you look forward to doing each day. Even if it's for five or 10 minutes, it's something that gives you a mental health break and leaves you feeling energized. If you haven't done so already, be sure to join the Professional Writer Podcast Community, that's our Facebook group, and update us on the action steps that you're taking this week. We are here to hold each other accountable for achieving our business-related goals, and this, my friends, this doing social media is a biggie for almost everybody. We're also here to support and encourage each other. You're going to find a link to the group in the show notes for this episode at bloggingbistro.com. So come on over and join us. Next week in part two of this series, I am going to introduce you to six types of what I call snackable, shareable content that you can create for your social media channels. In the show notes for today's episode, you'll find a link where you can click to subscribe to the podcast, and I will email you a notification to every episode. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with a friend, especially since we're doing this four-part series here on social media marketing. You may have friends who are struggling with social media. Let them know about this episode and invite them to join you. In fact, you may want to create your own mini accountability group where you and a friend go through the massive action steps that we talked about today and encourage each other as you go through that process. Thanks for listening. I'll talk with you again next week, same time, same place.